Welcome to Fempreneur True Confessions Podcast. Hi, everyone. I am Laura, um, and I am the owner of ODAA Virtual Assistant Agency. We are a small boutique-style support agency that helps with um, the staffing that you need in your business, the strategy you may need, um, learning how to delegate and what you want to do in your business and not want to do in handoff and then really just assist you in the back end. And we love the strategy and being here to support women in business. We get you cheerleaders behind the scene. Awesome. And I'm Angelique with Lady Powerhouse Solutions, which is a heart centered um, uh, uh, company that offers project and event management for women entrepreneurs on fire, lighten up the world with their passion and drive and achieving their missions. And we help them do that in the most authentic way possible. Lovely. And together, we are Fempreneur True, uh, Fempreneur True Confessions podcast. There we go. We're already starting. Yeah. <laughs> and our mission is to empower women in business um, and life to live authentically and to support each other um, each and every day instead of competing with each other, which we don't like and never did. Um, this is more to model the true authenticity through our business, our personal lives, how we live our day-to-day -day lives just in general with that empowerment feel for other women and that vulnerability that we bring to the table as women. Awesome. And we, what we try to do is normalize this, this struggle of fempreneurship, right? share the lessons we've learned uh, with the goal of lifting other women up and, and not tearing them down to normalize what it looks like when women succeed at supporting each other, building each other up and using their gifts and passions to fulfill their life's calling. So our goal here is to build, maintain and grow a sisterhood that believes in an abundance mindset, sharing our struggles and helping each other rise to our highest potential. Laura, please invite our get our, introduce our guest today. Absolutely. So this is Rachel Jenks um, and she is the brand boss. She is a boss and I love it. <laughs> With more than 23 years in marketing and communications, Rachel's passion is empowering business owners to own your difference and rock your brand like a boss. Uh, chess comes before transactions when you create an authentic experience, you build an unstoppable brand is her motto or is her, what she says, this is who she is in her quote. Um, and um, her off of the beaten path career journey has been multiple roles in various um, countries, four cities and three states, including, or is it now more cities <laughs> and three states, including professional ballet, event production, business strategy, national, international public relations, design, communications, and marketing. She's had the opportunity to work with organizations of all sizes and industries to amplify the power of their brands through brand strategy, consulting, brand development, and design. Um, UI slash UX multimedia, advertising, marketing, live event production, e-learning, 3D innovation, animation, <laughs> video photography, and art direction. Rachel is also the host of the Brown 
of the Brand Boss Podcast Show and YouTube channel, an author and an in-demand public speaker. When not in the studio, Rachel can be found hiking the Colorado mountains, playing in her kitchen, or being supervised by her studio manager, Podcat and Lady Podcat. Welcome, 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 Rachel. Thank you so much. Thank you both for having me today. I'm excited to be here. And 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 you were saying earlier that a podcast might show up, Nika, or an appearance, uh, because he likes he likes Laura and he recognizes her voice yes. and comes around. So, and you know, yeah, I think it's like funny <laughs> the Zoom. Um, you know, when we started Zooming back when the pandemic started. Um, it was this, this, this thing that as soon as you get on the zoom, the cat came, right. And not just the cat, the cat's butt and in <laughs> the camera, um, or the, the incessant meowing. I have a client or a former client that, um, every single time she starts to do a presentation, the cat starts meowing, meow, meow, and you can hear it in the background. And it's like this running joke. It's hilarious. None of her presentations, I don't think have our cat list. I'm just saying. Um, and I also want to say hi to Linda Thompson. Linda's um, joining us from YouTube. Thanks for uh, watching live, Linda. Anybody that's out there watching us live on Facebook or YouTube, drop us a comment and say hello. We'd love to know that you're here and that you're watching. So you see, I can tell there's a few people watching and we want to know who you are. So Absolutely. awesome. Um, so Rachel, one of the, one of the topics that you, um, that you talk about and that you write about, right, is owning your difference. And so what's what's the story for how you came to that understanding and that that expertise? Because I'm guessing there was a journey. Absolutely, there was. It's pretty much the story of my life, but I'll keep it brief. <laughs> so to start off with, the morning of my 38th birthday, I awoke to the almost audible voice of shame screaming in my head, another year older and what do you have to show for it? What do you even have to show for your life? And whoo, I'm going to get emotional. Wow. And that's a pretty crummy way to start a birthday. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, it was obviously my 38th birthday. My business was two years old and growing. Here comes podcast. And <laughs> ladies from my community would ask me all the time, hey, I just want to take you to lunch. Can we go to coffee? I want to hear your story. You're so inspiring. And what I didn't realize, you know, they would ask me that and I'd say, me? What's so inspiring about me? And the very thing that made me inspiring to them made me shameful to myself. Hmm. And so that afternoon, I had a conversation I will never forget with my business mentor, shout out to Dan Mori. And we were just having one of our regular like, hey, how's it going? And, uh, and he walked in and I looked at him and I said, Dan, do you ever question the impact your life is really making? And mm -hmm. he stopped <laughs> and he said, hold on. <laughs> you and I both know that whatever you are measuring yourself against right now probably has nothing to do with what actually matters to you. Mm. And I think you need to go home and have that conversation. And 
do some kind of soul searching about that. Mm. And so I did, and he actually played a very, very powerful video for me um, that kind of put things into perspective. And I went home and for me, I had a conversation with God about it and I did a lot of journaling and I went back through my life because my entire life I have been different. I have never fit in in any social circle. I probably never will. <laughs> Not completely. <clears throat> I am five foot tall when the sun is shining or as a sixth grader had the audacity to ask me recently when I said that, how tall are you when the sun isn't shining? Or <laughs> 11 and three quarters, right? <laughs> Don't give me my five feet. <laughs> but so I've always been the smallest. I have never looked my age. I'm 42. I know I don't look it. I'm not afraid to sh say it. Thanks, mom, for good genes. <laughs> I, uh, I was the ballerina who walked funny. I was the nerd who actually loved learning and loved school. I still love learning. I would rather be exploring outside than at the mall. Like I've just, there has been something different about me my entire life. And growing up, there was a lot of pain and rejection associated mm -hmm. with that. And, you know, as kids, like everybody wants to be like everybody else, right? We just want to blend in. Yeah. Yeah. That was never going to be my story, no matter how hard I tried. And so then, you know, fast forward to becoming a young adult, like my friends went to college and I got to live one of my childhood dreams as a professional ballet dancer in a company, mm -hmm. which was incredible awesome. and mm -hmm. amazing. And yet, you know, still when I would go home for Christmas, like there's, I was different right? Because they were all having the college experience. I never had the college experience, right? And then, you know, fast forward to going on later in life, you know, they all got married and started having families and that hasn't happened for me yet, you know? And so there were just all of these things that were always different about me. And then I launched my business and that brings us to the morning of my 38th birthday. So when I launched my business, I didn't know any other single women in my circle who were building businesses. And so, wow. yeah, so my greatest dream is to be a mom. It still is. Mm -hmm. And at 38, I had all these women entrepreneurs from my community saying they wanted to hear my story and that I was so inspiring and they were building businesses, but they had, you know, a husband's income or whatever they were moms or whatever the case may be and so for mm -hmm. me oh i'm gonna get emotional <clears throat> it's okay i looked You're in seen. the mirror <laughs> I, we talked it about being okay. vulnerable, right <laughs> yes um, i looked in the mirror every morning and saw the girl who didn't make the cut for the role she had written for herself in her own story mm. and meanwhile these women in my community saw me and said oh my goodness, you're amazing. And I couldn't see what they saw in me. Mm -hmm. And so when I went home that day of my 38th birthday, after that conversation, the video that um, my mentor played for me is actually called God's Masterpiece. And a powerful, powerful video if you ever look it up on YouTube. Okay. And um, typing it into the notes. I was just going <laughs> to do that too. <laughs> and... Uh, 
And I went home and I sat with my journal and I went back through, God took me back through my life and all of these seasons where I was different and the pain and the rejection associated with that. And then seeing how it also offered me opportunities that not everybody had, right? And so starting yeah. to see some of the good in it and starting, you know, I'm a firm believer that every season, whoo, every season, sorry, you're catching me on an emotional day. <laughs> every season in life we walk through, no matter how hard, there is something in it for us to glean that mm -hmm. we can take with us on our journey and that we can share with others on their journey. And we don't always see it at the time and very often we don't. But looking back as many painful seasons as there have been, I have gleaned so many gold nuggets. And so this was part of that process. Mm -hmm. And so then he started to show me where I stepped into entrepreneurship. And again, there were so many different things about that for me. I lived an entire season of my life where I was on the road more than I was home. Actually, I lived multiple seasons of my life where I was on the road more than I was home and the phone mm -hmm. could ring any minute, your flight leaves in an hour. And so, you know, Ooh. be hanging out with my friends and all of a sudden like, hey, I gotta get to the airport, you know? So you're different there too. And so <clears throat> just all of these things, but when I stepped into entrepreneurship and when I, particularly when I stepped into full-time entrepreneurship and launched my own business, in 2016, and even before when I launched my business before that, um, in 2005, for a little blip on the radar, um, <laughs> entrepreneurship was associated, you know, right. entrepreneurship was associated right. with being different, yes, but different now meant camaraderie, meant adventure, it meant excitement, it meant opportunities, right? And so I began yeah. to see different in a whole new light and really, this journey that I'm talking about took about nine months, right? It didn't happen in one afternoon. Right, right, yeah. And seeing that, you know, I would get up to speak and people would say, what's your superpower? And I'd be like, I don't know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it could be a lot of different things, right? Yeah. But I, I saw through this journey that my superpower is actually being different. And it was right in front of me the whole time. Wow. And what had been such a source of pain and rejection and all of that was actually a gift because here's the thing i was never born to stand out or i was never born to fit in i was born to stand right. out exactly and so were you you know linda said it beautifully we are each made to be unique we are made differently yes. on purpose for yes. a purpose and so here was this gift that i had been given that I didn't even see because all I associated with that word different was pain and rejection and less than and fill in the blank. But here, what was being given to me is, hey, I didn't make you to be like everybody else. Yes. I made you to be you. I made you to stand out because, you know, I, Laura's heard me say this before. There is something so prevalent in marketing, particularly, I'm going to call this out, among fempreneurs right now that I like to call chameleon crisis, mm -hmm. which is look like everybody else, blend in like everybody else, do everything everybody else is doing. And you can see it, just scroll Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. Like it is hard to tell very few fempreneurs accounts apart from each other because they all look the same. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's so much 
this pressure and we want to look like everybody else. Guess what? That might have been fun on the playground. It's terrible for your business. Mm -hmm. It is the worst thing you can do, right? If you are a chameleon, that's why I call it chameleon crisis. Chameleons are amazing creatures. They can mm -hmm. make themselves look like any surrounding they're in, even a Coca-Cola can. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me how they learned that one. That's definitely not in nature, right? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so that's great if you don't want to get eaten by a hawk. Mm -hmm. But if you want to get noticed by customers, that's a terrible mm -hmm. strategy. And yeah. I see, I'm going to say 90 to 95% of businesses, or maybe even 99% of businesses, particularly fempreneurs doing this exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Because it is scary to be different. Yeah. And I get it. And I know it. And I've lived it. But this journey that I've walked through, you know, I, I specifically use the phrase own your difference, because my whole life was like, Oh, well, I'm just different. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to say, you're different. It's another thing to embrace your difference. It's another thing entirely to own it. Mm -hmm. I am the only me on earth. My business is the only business of its kind on earth, no matter who else is doing the same thing in their field. Yes. And you know what? There is plenty to go around. There is also exactly. only one me. And the people that I am here to serve and to impact need me. Mm -hmm. And there is only one me that can give that to them. And if I am showing up trying to be like everybody else, then I am robbing the people that I'm here to serve of what only I can give them in the way that I can give them to them. Yes. And so that for me was the moment of, okay, and I say moment, right? But like I said, it was a journey mm -hmm. of, wait a minute, being different is a gift. Oh, it's actually yes. my superpower. Because yes. what I'm here to do is help you see your difference and own it too. And so when I began to see that and not only accept it or embrace it, but own it, that mm -hmm. changed everything for me. Yeah. I love that. Not just accepting it, but owning it. And you come from one of the most competitive areas. Like ballet is no joke. So to get to a point where you're like, I'm not competing. I am who I am. I won't look and blend in like anybody else. Like that's a journey. Like that's a true whoa. Because yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm glad that you brought up ballet too, because obviously that is a very deep part of my journey. And that was a career that I lost due to injury. And mm -hmm. when that happened, it was devastating for me at the same time. I would have been miserable and mm -hmm. I couldn't see it then, you know, yeah. like we were talking about before we got on recording. Yes. Today, sometimes yes. things are removed from our lives so that better can come and we don't see it at the time and it's hard and we kick and we scream or in my case, you know, go into this downhole spiral. And then looking back, we see that it was a gift. And so when you think about ballet, what most ballerinas aspire to and most companies have is the corps de ballet, which literally mm -hmm. means body of ballet. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to look like one body across the stage. Everybody's supposed to look the same. Nobody's supposed to stand out. You know that meme with the girl hanging upside down on the ballet bar? Like, that's me. I have a stage presence twice the size of the stage, definitely twice my stage. 
or my size, I'm never going to be the same size or same shape as everybody else on there. Like I just, I would never have fit into being a cookie cutter and huge respect for those who are, don't hear what I'm not saying. Huge respect for those who are, you are an athlete of the highest kind and I honor you. And I definitely aspire to be you at the same time for me. I would have been miserable. That would have been living a life less than who I am. And I would have spent my entire life trying to fit into a mold that I was never made for. So mm-hmm. that's a that's was a huge part of that nine-month journey for me as well because I had grieved that and I had felt like a failure my entire life because of that. And it was yeah. during that time period where I was able to revisit that season of my life and see that not as a failure, but as a gift. I love that yeah. you brought that up, Lauren. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to get into the authenticity and owning your brand. But I also want to go back and ask you about why you started your own business and and what that was like in 2016. Okay, I was going to say which one. Hold <laughs> on. Was yeah. it scary? Was it fun? Was it terrible? Was it all the things? It was terrifying. And it was not <laughs> on my radar. And it was not what I wanted to do at all. So the story of how I started my business in 2016 was that um, I first had the dream to have my own business in this particular field in 2010. And at that time, I was engaged. And I loved that this was an outlet for my creativity, for business, that I could bring in income for my family and be home raising my family because, as you know, that's my greatest dream, right? So this was the script that I wrote is that, you know, when I'm a stay-at-home mom, (laughs) then I'm going to launch my business. You know, when we make plans, God laughs, right? (laughs) True story. So, and that relationship is very much a gift that it did not go that direction. Um, And so fast forward to 2016, I started feeling that nudge. God started speaking to me about stepping out and launching my business. And I argued and I said, nope, mm -mm, (laughs) you didn't read the script. Like I'm 36 (laughs) years old. There is nobody on the horizon. That's not how we're going to do this. And so to be honest, I didn't really take him seriously. Mm-hmm. I reopened my freelance business. No, I made one post on Facebook about it. That's it. I did not reopen anything. <laughs> I love <laughs> like, it. That was it, right? Okay, but I, I have advertised. It. I posted on social media. That's mm-hmm. it. I literally, I think it was a picture of an open door. I posted one picture of an open door and I was like, hey, we're open for business. That's it. I'm a marketer. That's it. I know how to do better than that, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that tells you I did not take it very seriously. Yeah. So sometimes we have to be pushed to find that we can fly. Mm-hmm. And I was the marketing director of a college at the time. And in May of that year, right after graduation, which is the single most intense, stressful time of year for any college marketing director, the board decided to make budget cuts and eliminate the entire marketing department. Someone's telling God no. Right? 
<laughs> so in one afternoon, I had no job, no mm -hmm. team of interns, no computer, and I knew it was time to launch. And I was scared out of my mind. I definitely was not like, oh, yay, let's do this now. I was like, this makes no sense, God. Like, no, I can't. I, You want me to do what? Like, I, in case you haven't noticed, I'm the only income earner in this household. Like, Podcat was a kitten and he was cute, but not like viral cute. <laughs> and, you know, like we had no affiliate deals going on. And I reminded God of this. And like, I didn't even have a computer. But I knew it was time. And so kicking and screaming, terrified out of my mind, I said yes. And my friend KJ built me the computer that I am talking to you lovely ladies on. And I launched. Wow. And I didn't have savings saved up. I didn't have backup clients. I didn't have anything except mm -hmm. it's time. And that was in 2016. And the crazy stories, oh my gosh, that I can tell you of like, do you want to hear one? Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. All right. <clears throat> so this was fast forward to, oh, let's be honest. When I said I launched, I spent a lot of time watching Creative Live, learning how to launch, right? Because that's what we do. Yeah. And we're like, hey, I'm going to do this. Oh, yeah. I need to watch this thing about pricing strategy. And I need to do this. And I need to do about this. Go launch your business. Yes. <laughs> Rachel in 2016, right? Like, that's just real. That's so right. real. And I need to have the cute this and I need to do this and I need it. Mm -hmm. No, sister, launch. Then you can figure out that stuff. Anyway, learn that the hard way. But here's a crazy. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because, yeah. you know, we all did that. We've all done that. Uh, and, and if you haven't and you're listening to this podcast, I want to meet you. Okay, because I have not met anyone who hasn't gone through this, yeah. this push pull, this, you know, why? I'm not ready. Yes, I am. Or Yeah, because we're terrified. Yes, we're terrified. So just a little side note, and then I'll go back to my story. But little side note. So one of the creative lives that I watched, again, <laughs> sometimes God, God, God has to call you out on stuff. So I was launching my website for like weeks. <laughs> And then I Or you don't feel you don't feel any conviction at all right now, do you? Right. It took me None. a year to launch my freaking website. <laughs> and then, right? Well, listen to this. Maybe this will help you. So I'm watching Creative Live. And I apologize, I don't remember who it was. It was a photographer. Um, but she was talking about pricing. Uh -huh. Then she turned the conversation. And she started talking about why. Not the Simon Sinek why, though I love that. She said, if you are feeling stuck or hung up on something, then I want you to ask yourself why. And then I want you to ask yourself why again. And I want you to ask yourself why again. And why again. And why again. She said, whatever it is, and she was like, it doesn't just have to be something that you're hung up on. But I want you to ask yourself why 10 times. Because usually about the ninth why you get to the real answer. So I was like, 
Yeah, all right. Your story. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> sure. So, so you toddler yourself, literally. There's a point to a toddler who wise you to death, you know, as an adult. And there's a point to that. Yeah. There is. So I, I, side note, I used to do that to my clients. I don't anymore. People don't appreciate it. But you can invite them to do it on their own. So <laughs> <laughs> speaking of toddler wiring you to death. Uh, and I would warn them ahead of time that I might be like a toddler. And I still ask very in-depth questions. But, but I don't quite take the three-year-old approach. So anyway, so I'm. I have my notes. I'm like, all right, I haven't launched my website. Why? Because I hate websites. <laughs> like, can we just be transparent? When I was in, I did go back to school and get my degree online. And that was the part of school that made me want to throw my computer across the room. <laughs> like, it just mm, was not. Shout out to all the web designers. I love you. Let's collaborate. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, I don't want to build them. So anyway, um, so I was like, okay, cause I don't, cause I hate websites, you know? And then the next one was like, Why do you hate websites? blah, 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 blah. By the ninth one, it was because if I launch my website, then we're really doing this. Yeah. And I was it's like, real. Oh, snap. Uh -huh. That's the real answer. Can I tell you? I finished and launched my website that week. Yeah. So for every fempreneur watching this who feels like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to do this and I'm going to learn this and I need to do this and I need to do this and I need to do this. I want to invite you to toddler ask yourself why. <laughs> And you might get to the real answer. And yeah. I'm going to caveat that by saying, also, you're not alone. No. And it is terrifying. Absolutely Most not. of that first year in business for me was me overcoming my own fear. Mm -hmm. So True I hear story. you. Same here. <laughs> yeah. Mind. So, so making all the mistakes, being fearful, and then once you did, it's that panic moment. Like, do I stop? Do I keep going? And then you know the push through of, nope, this is a learning lesson. One door, the reality of one door closes, another one opens. Yeah. You know, I had something happen last week where I went to Angelique, and she just immediately was like, whoosh, and she stepped in, and it was exactly what I needed to hear. And instead of my confidence just rushing and caving in on me it was step into this and get there like it was make a decision and it was very enlightening and there were some things i needed to just completely just know about what i wanted to do what i don't want to do i got super clear super fast because it was one of those moments where yeah i um clearly was god was speaking he had something to say and 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 made it very loud and clear like it was whoa loud so it but and i and i immediately was like i'm going to angelique like she just kind of got poured on unfortunately you know but it was and she knew immediately just exactly what to say and the, the what she said was just like because if had i sat in that mm -hmm. my confidence would be nothing this week and i'd be in some other state of mind about everything yeah. else i'm doing yeah. And the only reason I knew what to say is because I had been there. 
That was, yeah. and it's because I'm not some wise, you know, Zen. Oh, that's no, no, because I've been there. Um, and, and I've been, I felt very alone and had to be my own cheerleader. And I was very fortunate <coughs> to have, you okay? You swallow. I'm so sorry. I got a tickle in my it's throat. It's okay. <coughs> so I was very fortunate to have a really positive uh, mom. And so my inner voice is fairly positive. And even when my inner voice is like, you know, when you said you woke up that morning and you felt all this shame, like you should be further in your life. And yes, I've had moments like that. Of course, everybody does. And if you say you don't, you're lying. So, you know, but to and then somebody, another person once told me, I said, you know, sometimes I've got that itty bitty shitty committee talking in my head and I just tell them, you need to go sit down and shut up. And she gave me some really good advice. And this girl's half my age. She said, maybe don't tell them to sit down and shut up. Maybe listen to them, recognize mm -hmm. them, say, thank you. I hear what you're saying and I appreciate your, your input. Now I'm going to go do what I'm going to do. And because really that itty bitty shitty committee is just your, what do they call it? The lizard brain? The alien right? brain or the lizard Monkey brain? brain whatever, dinosaur brain, whatever, <coughs> trying to protect you. Mm -hmm. And that's all it is. It's just, you know, so uh, that's, you know, that's the only reason I, I knew what to say. I was like, oh yeah, been there, done that girlfriend, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> but so a broad kind of example as to why we, we do this is that we feel so alone. And when we first yeah, started, we saw not. the statistics that 50% of women feel unsupported. Where do we turn? Where do we go? And we've built an amazing power partnership and our own little tribe. Um, and, you know, when one is faltering, we can step in and be like, I got you. Exactly. And that's exactly. Yeah, we need our posse, right? We need our, we our inner circle. <clears throat> we so Absolutely. do. And I don't care, like, <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I'm getting over cold. I didn't think it was going to quite come out like that today. Um, we so do. And I, I don't care if you've been in business for 20 years. We need each other. Mm -hmm. And if you have been in business for 20 years, there is probably somebody earlier in her journey who needs you. Yeah. And exactly. we all have things that we can learn from each other. You know, like you said, that woman who is half your age had words of wisdom for you. I've definitely yes. experienced that before myself, half my age, twice my age, everything in between. And, uh, yeah. you know, I've heard exactly what I needed to hear from my four-year-old niece. So <laughs> we need each other. And I think mm -hmm. that's the beauty, the beauty of being on this journey. And I love that we call it the entrepreneur journey. Um, mm -hmm. I very much call it that because you don't have to journey alone unless you choose to, right? Mm -hmm. And we get to be on this journey together and we get to encourage each other and cheer one another on and champion each other because it is hard for every single woman out there. It is hard and there are ebbs and flows and there are amazing highs and crazy lows where you feel like, oh my gosh, like what am I even doing, you know? And there are... Yeah. <clears throat> 
wins and challenges and everything like no matter how long you've been in business you know i've heard some of the most successful female entrepreneurs in the world talk about that and you mm -hmm. know conversations that you go into that you're like thank you i hope you have a nice life and don't ever yes. speak to any other woman like that again you know i mean like all <laughs> of these you have things, the day you turn <laughs> it runs the gamut it runs mm -hmm. the gamut and we've all experienced it and that's why we need each other and i love 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 what you ladies are doing with this podcast because i think that again as women so many times there's this pressure of like okay well we've got to take care of everybody else and so we've got to have it together and you know and we've got to put our best fate foot forward and we've got to do this and we've got to do that but it's in the vulnerability of sharing our stories Mm -hmm. that we get the strength that we need from each other. It's that's yeah. really where we support and champion each other. And each of us can go higher and can go farther. You know, it's that whole African proverb. If you want to run fast, go, go alone. If you want to run far to go together. Mm -hmm. And that's how we run together is by being vulnerable is by letting each other into our own journeys and sharing our own stories like you are doing with this podcast. So thank you for yeah. that. Awesome. Thank you. So uh, before we run out of time, I definitely want to talk about how you came to, you know, understanding what what your personal brand really was and, how, you know, getting there authentically and then how, you know, you turned that around and turned it into a business. Yeah. So I actually already had a business. And uh, in 2019, I started I just one morning I heard the term brand boss and uh, I didn't know what that meant. I thought I was going to go serve the brand bosses. Okay. I'm going to go serve the brand bosses. Like I didn't, didn't know what that was. <clears throat> and then God told me to launch a podcast and I was like, excuse me, do what? <laughs> I'll have a mic. <laughs> like you do know this, right? Like what? And so I started speaking into the voice memo app of my phone, standing in my closet to mitigate the noise because that was all I had. Yeah. And I called it the brand boss show because I get so passionate about seeing business owners feel like they can't be who they are. Mm -hmm. Like they have to keep up with every trend out there. Like, mm -hmm. you know, they have to throw money at everything, whether or not it's right for their business. And one of the things I do not like in marketing is a prevailing attitude. It's not across the board, but I have seen it a lot on both sides of the table mm -hmm. where the agency comes in and we know what we're doing and the business owner is stupid. It's not true. It's yeah. your business. Nobody mm -hmm. knows your business better than you do. And so <clears throat> I decided I was going to start the Brand Boss Show to educate business owners to be the boss of your own brand. Yeah. and talk about what makes what even is branding what makes it work not work mm -hmm. what do you need to be aware of what makes marketing work etc so that was the whole premise of the show empowering you to rock your brand like a boss right that's where the brand boss show came from mm -hmm. and so i launched this podcast and it took off and then people started calling me the brand boss and at first i was super not comfortable with that i was like no don't make it about me. It's not about me. It's about you. It's about empowering you to rock your brand like a boss. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then in January of 2020, two things happened. One was I had a very 
bold conversation. It was one of the most bold conversations I have ever had in my life. And uh, and my best friend Titi and I were talking about it afterwards. She was like, I have a whole new word. It's Rachel Brave. Like, I'm going to get my Rachel <laughs> Brave on today, you know? <laughs> I and love so, it. It was awesome. And so the next day, it happened to be on a Sunday I had that conversation. And then on Monday, I kept thinking about this, like, Rachel Brave. And I realized that how I had been showing up in the world was not who I really am. Mm -hmm. I had been playing small. I had been playing safe. I'd been playing shy, but I am brave. I am bold. I am confident. I am passionate. I am like all these things. And so <clears throat> I realized, wait a minute, I haven't been showing up in the world as my true identity, even mm -hmm. in all these things, even after having gone on this journey. So that was the first thing. The second thing that happened was I realized that I didn't need the title of brand boss, right? But in order for me to have the impact that I'm here to have and help business owners step into being the brand boss, they had to see me do it first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I had to walk through overcoming imposter syndrome. I don't like the way I look in this picture. I don't need my face on the internet. I don't need my voice on the internet. All that kind of stuff. I hear you. <laughs> I was you. Yeah. However, Sometimes it has to be all about you in order to not bless be all about you. God bless you. <clears throat> and that was something, honestly, that God spoke to me one day. He was like, mm -hmm. hey, I know you think that's humility. You know what I call that? False humility. Ooh. Ah. Oh. <laughs> you got called out. Because I was like, I don't need it to be me. I don't need it to be all about me. I don't need to be all about there. He's like, you may not, but they do. And so you're actually playing it safe because it's less mm -hmm. scary and it's easier huh. for you to stay hidden mm -hmm. than for you to put yourself out there so the people yeah. that I put you here to impact can find you and yeah. can hear you and can hear your story. And I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> right? <laughs> that whole journey that I yeah. walked <laughs> of being the brand boss, of owning my difference, of stepping into my identity as the brand boss. And so yeah. one of the things that I realized this year, because I've had a done for you marketing agency this whole time. And then in the spring of this year, I kept having more and more conversations with business owners. And I went, oh, you need this journey that I took because I can do it for you and take it off your plate. But if you haven't done this internal journey, you're not yeah. going to show up the same way. Yeah. You're not going to be the boss of your brand in your mm -hmm. conversations, in your interactions with people, in yes. your strategy, much less your marketing, right? And so mm -hmm. that's where my coaching business launched from this summer. So to that, there was a little piece of that that launched an arm of my business. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was that was my story of stepping into being the brand boss. Because awesome. that, that is mm -hmm. so right. And I've always been known to say, like, I am not everybody's cup of tea. But I say that and everyone goes, well, you're enough. And they, they do that with it. And I said, I don't say that to, to, to down myself. I say that to remind right. myself that you need to not get quiet and mousy because you don't want to hurt or offend. You know, I'm a very direct, upfront kind of 
New Yorker that has yeah. say something, but that doesn't always come off in the best of ways. So I'm always trying to be like, how do I put this? And yeah. then can I just be like, never mind, just say it, just yeah. say it. And then adjust if you need to for the audience or whatever but in the right. moment there is emotional just, intelligence i will caveat that there is emotional intelligence that matters right. <laughs> however there's a difference between emotional intelligence and changing who you are yes <clears throat> yes amen for sure wow so well thank you for sharing your story and being as vulnerable as you have um and uh, I want to make sure that we have plenty of time to um, talk about uh, your offer, sure. freebie, whatever, you know, whatever you mm. call it these days. Um, and so you have an ebook called The Top Five Branding yes. Blunders and Busters. And so we're, get, we're providing a coupon code that will get them that book for free. Is mm. that correct? That's correct. Wow. And the coupon code is podcast. Awesome. Okay. So. Uh, we'll put a link to that book in the show notes, um, but I'm sure we can go to your website. Yeah, you can. Which so is, you can go to brandbossstudio.com. Okay. And you can learn more about what I do. And then if you click on resources, that's the page that will take you to the ebook, to strategy sessions, to other things that I offer as well. Okay. So if you uh, don't want to read the show notes, that's how you get the free book, <laughs> ebook. Um, and then now is when we will talk about next week's guest, which uh, both um, Laura and I know personally and work with. And so we thought it'd be really cool. Again, you know, we try, we try to create this community of acceptance and you know abundance and everything. So we we like our guests to introduce the next guest um, because. You know, it just shows there's not there's not a competition. There's enough for everyone. So, Rachel, do the honor. All right, bear with me. I'm gonna do my best reading this off of the chat. Yes. Here we go. Oh wait, I forgot I have it over here. Hold please. There we go. Hold please. Next week's guest. <laughs> Next week's guest is Jackie Barker. Nothing gives this woman greater satisfaction than collaborating with her clients to grow their small businesses through branding, marketing, and web design. Cheers to you, Jackie. As a child growing up in rural Wisconsin, Jackie's favorite thing to do was to kick her shoes off and run through the grass, dreaming playful dreams. I love that. Still to this day, living in Carolina Beach, North Carolina, she carries the awe and wonder of childhood into her business, along with a bit of playfulness. Hence, life is better barefoot. Because who wouldn't love to imagine themselves running barefoot in the grass or feeling the sand under their feet? Don't miss this episode. It's definitely going to be a fun one. Yes, it is. Thank you. That was awesome, Rachel. So it's been My pleasure. a wonderful show. We're so glad you joined us. Um, please, uh, those who are listening, please be sure to follow us um, and on LinkedIn. We're trying to get enough followers there to go live on LinkedIn. So we need more followers. So go out to our LinkedIn. It'll We'll drop the link in the, in the show notes. Um, and Linda's saying, Jackie, oh, thank you for saying that, Linda. Jinda, Linda said, yes, she will be helping me with getting a website up and running. And she knows Jackie's and isn't it ironic that you got to introduce a web designer when you're like, heck no. 
More power to you, Jackie. <laughs> yes. I love him. He works in, in wonderful and mysterious ways. So um, thank you again, Rachel. And go out and like us um, and get us, uh, get us an, enough followers on LinkedIn so we can go live. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye.